and a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a comprehensive look at grain markets and a feature on the short line railway from Regina to Stoughton. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers are expected to seed more canola and durum and less wheat and pulse crops this spring. Market analyst Neil Townsend of FarmLink Marketing Solutions says farmers have more optimism about spring seeding plans following last week's widespread snowfall. He says market conditions and not the weather will have more of an impact on seeding intentions. For prices, he says canola will likely fall and wheat will be a bit higher. Canola looks a little weak. Like It looks like you know farmers are going to plant a record acreage and assuming average weather and trend yield, I mean, that's the only thing we can assume at this time, we're going to be left with a quite a large carryout of canola, which suggests that prices will be down relative to this year. Wheat, I mean, there's less kind of a dynamic happening there. Uh, the S&D doesn't change markedly from last year to this year. I mean, last year we heard so much about a drought, 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 drought. Farmers are going to plant about the same amount of acres. I would say on the wheat side, I mean, you know, we, we're definitely much more of like a price taker than a price setter in terms of the global wheat dynamics. What I see happening in the wheat market is like right now things look okay in Russia. They look okay in Ukraine. They look, you know, reasonable in, in the European Union. But it's going to be, you know, what are those northern hemisphere areas going to produce? Are they going to run into droughts? Are they going to run into excessive water? What's going to happen? Because what we have really witnessed, Jim, over the last, you know, several years is like the wheat crops just get bigger and bigger and bigger throughout the growing season. And we try to kill it. Like we tried to kill it last year. Oh, Northern Plains drought, Canada, you know, Southern parts of Canada were dry. And that wheat crop, you know, globally, it was another record. It came in at another record. So, you know, the, the wheat uh, genetics really say that. And again, if we end up with a lot more wheat, prices are going to be impacted. As I have it constructed right now, the S&D is a little bit better globally speaking. So I'd say wheat prices would be, you know, about where they are today, maybe a little bit higher. Let's look at a few of the other crops. What's the price outlook for flax and oats? Oats is an interesting one. I mean, I think both of them sort of depend on what's happening in the United States because the oats market, we're always really like dependent on the U.S. That's our by far our major export market. They had a rough time last year. They The oats were impacted negatively by their drought conditions. Moreover, oats don't pencil out very nicely for American farmers, so they're going to alternative crops. So they'll be dependent on Canada again. We think exports are going to actually go up to the U.S. next year by approximately 250,000 tons to about 1.8 million tons. And we think that that should support the price, the current price. The market's very, very quiet right now for oats. A lot of farmers are concerned about that, but they're going to come back because they need it. Because in order for Americans to eat their Cheerios and their, you know, cereal bars and all these kinds of things and their porridge from Starbucks, they need Canadian oats. They're going to come get Canadian oats. I don't think the price is going to go up really from today, but we're looking in Southern Manitoba about a 325 is what we think the price might be in Saskatchewan, parts of Saskatchewan, like high twos, like 290, 295, that kind of thing. 
Flax also last year benefited from the U.S. having a shorter crop due to the, their drought. We did export a little bit more to the U.S. Next year, we're anticipating that that market might not be as robust as it was this year. In other words, we might need to look for some alternative export locales. So flax, I mean, you know, I think, you know, we, we see again, like the prices kind of being on par with where they are today. So, you know, around about $12, maybe twelve twenty-five next year. And finally, barley. What's the outlook there price-wise? Well, barley's an interesting one. I mean, again, on the malting side, we just haven't seen any indications from the uh, malting uh, companies with the Act of God contracts or anything that the price is going to start markedly higher than where it was this time last year. So it seems to be for a two-row, it's a, about a five-buck you know, Act of God. And that would be considered a good contract if you could get that or above. And again, malt barley, like if you take the scenario that the 1 million incremental tons we sold to China this year were malt barley, then you should say, well, you know, if we have any shakiness in terms of our quality next year and there's less selectability, there should be some upswing in the in the malting barley prices because we're shipping so much to China. If you look at it as kind of like, you know, a little bit more indifferent about the actual quality or whatever, then on the feed barley side, it just becomes a a situation of how much feed grain is available in Western Canada. And that's one thing I would say that more than likely we get a representative crop. So we won't have 90% of the wheat grading out at number one or number two, and that we might have a little bit more feed grain availability in Western Canada that could just dampen slightly the uh, feed barley prices as the year progresses next year. Neil Townsend is a market analyst with FarmLink Marketing Solutions. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Tote. Online at landforsalesask.ca. A short line railway southeast of Regina has seen steady growth since operations began eight years ago. Stewart Southern Railway operates the 80-mile line between Stoughton and Regina with six locomotives serving half a dozen farm communities. Stewart Southern Railway CEO Blair Stewart says the short line started with just one shipper and has now grown to nine shipping operations. Well, we started August 1st, 2010. Uh, just started with very small, one shipper, and uh, we've grown out since then. So, you know what? So far, so good. It's been, uh, we've, like all businesses, we've had some good times and some slow times. Right now, it's a little slow, but overall, it's been, I'd have to say, it's been a pretty good success, I think. I understand you've got, what, close to a dozen shippers? So what what's the range of goods that travel on this short line? We have done since we started. It's It's basically was, you know, our intention when we bought it was to do grain to build up the grain. So we have, I think, nine different shippers ranging from specialty crop companies to, you know, Durham and wheat shippers to, you know, canola specialists. So at the end of the day, we focused on grain. We have done some oil. We have done a little propane. And now our our biggest project that we started here, we're starting to move aggregate from Stoughton to Regina. For further to different RMs and, you know, wherever. So I, I just accommodate the, the rail cars for uh, the, for the aggregate, and then uh, we work with a company out of Kisby Arcola, an aggregate company. So that's that's been taken off here uh, really in the last couple of months. So 
I understand you're a farmer. What's it like for a farmer to take over a railway? Tell me about that. Well, you know, it's kind of a, it's a, well, let's put it this way. It was quite a growing experience, I guess you could say, or whatever. It was, you know, we're not used to that. It's been a, you know, for myself, it's been a, a really educational and really kind of a fun time, really, to learn learn a little bit about railroad. And really, I have to say that it's mostly my employees that have hired. I have a lot of XCP engineer and brakemen and track guys. So, you know, I've kind of learned from them on the safety side. My son's been a great asset to help me when we started. And, uh, you know, we're just growing out for there. So I guess it's interesting, but, you know, you have to do a lot of listening and learning, I guess, to, to figure it all out. Tell me about some of the challenges and costs of running a 80 kilometer, 80 mile railroad. Yeah, it's 80 mile. Well, you know, as as everything, fuels the biggest cost, right? So, I mean, at the end of the day, you want to be efficient moving. But when we bought this company, it really only had one shipper, which was my old company, Fillmore Seeds. Now we have like ADM is just building a fertilizer grain facility at LeJord. We have a another brand new facility at LeJord, a brand new facility at Francis. We have School of Grain at Richardson, which is a U.S. company. We have Providence at Stoughton. We have Seaboard Grains at Fillmore, my old company. So we're very diverse from, like I said, from Durham, Spring Wheat, Canola, Flax, just about everything moves on this line. And it gives the growers a good opportunity for to be competitive with, you know, other lines and other terminals. So I think that's the one thing that makes me happy is that as a farmer, it brings us more competition. Tell me the financial operations, and I don't want you to give away any trade secrets, but does it cost a lot of money to run a railroad in a year? Yeah, well, you know what, like I say, you know, it's 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 men and equipment, and you know what equipment's like. We do have a, a rail shop in Fillmore, so we can put two locomotives inside. So that's a benefit, you know, as far as upkeep and, and safety. But like I say, it's fuel. So at the end of the day, I guess it's, yeah, it's it's like any other business. If you've got all the equipment and the locomotives and the men, as long as you're busy, everything is good, right? So with this turn down in the grain industry, it's kind of, I think, hurt everybody. So but that'll change. Things go up and go down. But, you know, as long as you're running up and down the track and you've got an eye on your expenses, things usually roll along pretty good. The historic Stoughton to Regina rail line is the longest straight piece of track in North America and the second longest in the world. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola rose $5.40 at $490.44. Oats gained $1.32 at $129.52. Number one red spring wheat declined $2.09 at $231.16. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $258.25. Feed barley 187.63, flax 463.68, yellow peas 236.37, feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is down five and a quarter cents at 5.97 and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 
800-842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Cow market was a little bit stronger in our Tuesday sale last week. The average 88 straight through and all the cows sold. Good, smooth, high-yielding uh, butcher cows from 92 to 99.75. Into the bull trade, a buck and a quarter topped them. They average a buck and an eight on all that slaughter bulls that were sold. Throughout the week, it is bull sale season. The Gordon Olson uh, deer range red Angus bull sale on Monday was a very nice sale. The two-year-old reds average 5,500. Into the yearling bulls, it was a little bit tougher. They were three to 42.50, and we did pass some of the yearlings. Then yesterday on a storm-delayed Hereford bull sale for the Gillespie Hereford Ranch at Lac Pelche, uh, the Hereford cattle sold very well, topped at 19,000. They averaged 6,600 on the entire sale. Every bull did sell. That's the way it is in cattle country, heartland swift currents. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,900 hogs Friday, selling a range of 127 to 146 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,800 head selling a range of 124 to 142 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, March 23rd are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 141.88, Ham's Cash, 140.38, Thunder Creek Brick Co, 148.35, and High Life, $148.39 per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was up 31 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2856. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.60 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continued the trend lower to start the week. As the Iowa, Southern Minnesota, and Western Corn Belt regions came in approximately $1.20 U.S. 100 rate down from the previous session. Last week's slaughter was 3.9% higher than the same week last year, while the year-to-date number shows a 3% increase, with the total amount of pork produced relative to last year showing a 4% increase. Adding to the pressure was the announcement by China, that a 25% retaliatory tariff would be applied to U.S. pork entering the country. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny, Winds south 30 becoming light today, the high plus 2, the low minus 10. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, 30% chance of showers or flurries late in the afternoon, the high tomorrow plus 3, the low minus 7. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high plus 1, low minus 11. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high minus 7, low minus 18. Friday, sunny, the high minus 9, low minus 17. Saturday, sunny, the high minus 9, the low minus 16. Sunday, sunny, the high minus 7. Normal high is plus 4, the normal low minus 8. The sun rose at 6.48 this morning. It sets at 7.20 tonight. Round the province, Estevan minus 2, Saskatoon plus 1, Swift Current plus 2, Weyburn minus 4, Yorkton minus 3. Regina sunny, minus 4, that's 25 Fahrenheit, southeast at 35, giving a wind chill of minus 13. Humidity 94%, barometer dropping 101.8. Sunny Moose Jaw plus 3, south, southwest 28, gusting to 37. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 4, that's 25 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.